Hello from Bear and Kura, a podcast from the Land of Oz Information Services. I love you, Kura. I love you, Bear. This is episode 71 of the Bear and Kura podcast. We're going to talk about abortion. Which do you think is more controversial, gay rights or abortion rights? I think if you'd ask anyone, they're going to say abortion is a a more controversial issue. Mm. And I think the people who say that are going to say because abortion kills unborn babies. Mm -hmm. Well, there is no such thing as an unborn baby. That is not a legal concept to that doesn't exist. That's just something that they made up okay. that people have started saying. So a baby isn't considered a baby until it's actually born. Yeah. Okay. Perhaps my judgment is a little tainted because I don't think that gay rights is a big deal. Maybe some religious people feel differently. Okay. But even among them, I can't imagine that they think that gay rights is more controversial than abortion. So you think abortion, they think abortion... They think what? They think abortion rights are more important. More controversial. More controversial, yeah. Well, I, I think a lot of it has to do, too, with... Um, I think they're both equally controversial. One's dealing with life and death in certain people's beliefs in mind. But one one deals with... It. They both deal with body auton- autonomy, but on different levels. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, do we? Co- I think we cover that actually. Well, uh, yeah, we can get to it. You know, um, gay rights basically is I want to be treated just like straight people. I want to have the same rights and privileges. So for you, it's not privacy; it's equality. Yeah, I would say so. And, and no, and it, it, privacy too. I mean, there's, 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 it's a pyramid of things. There's a whole myriad of things that is. But I'm just trying to talk about the, the the highest priority, I guess. Whereas abortion, you're talking about impeding individuals what they can and can't do with their bodies. You're telling them, no, you, whether you're not, you, you're going to have this done or you're not going to have this done. You don't have the choice to have this done. But doesn't that, isn't the same argument used against gay people? You, you can't. You can't express yourself, your, your your body. You can't love. You can't physically love. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Okay. Because we don't, we, we won't let you. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I guess they have, they have from the past, actually, arrested people for sodomy and stuff like that. So, okay, that, that discussion goes out the door. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Are both subjects about bodily autonomy, or is there something else that makes them different? I think that's where we were trying to go with the conversation. Yeah. Your, your right to privacy and your own bodily autonomy is something that's in law. Mm-hmm. Whereas, to quote the Christians, killing unborn children, is the, there's no legal precedent for that. Mm-hmm. Because they're legally they don't exist. Yeah. But to the religious zealots, they do. Um, and that's where the argument comes down. Yeah. 
I don't know the ruling that the Supreme Court made that overturned Roe versus Wade. I haven't read it all because it's it's a huge oh, yeah. decision. Mm-hmm. The our right to privacy actually isn't in the Constitution either. Mm. There's there's no such thing. It was a legal set of precedents that was established by the Supreme Court over the years. Mm. And because it's not written in the Constitution, anything that the Supreme Court gives, they can take away. Okay. Which is pretty much how... What happened. Yeah. They decided that the states have the right to control abortion. Oh, they have a right to decide what to do about it, right? They can put it to a vote and, and you know, ban it. Or, you know what I mean? Didn't they pretty much kick it back? Instead of it being a federal law, they made it a state. It's up to each individual state yes. if they want to keep it or not. Yes. So, whereas before it was federally allowed. So it was a big umbrella narrowed mm-hmm. down to little umbrellas. And I don't know what that does to the full faith and credit clause in the Constitution. The full faith and credit means if you're if you do something that's legal in your state, if you move to another state, you can't be prosecuted for for that. Okay. That you can't you can't have a patchwork of different laws uh, for different states. Okay. In other words, another state can't come to you in this state and say you're you did something illegal. So, like, since it's a, it's it's illegal in, I think, Alabama now, so if you had one done here in Kansas, and then you decided to move to Alabama, it's not like Alabama could go after you for having an abortion here in Kansas. Right. Okay. They have to have full faith and credit. And in, in other words, what's legal where you are is what's legal, and, and you can't be prosecuted. I think it has more to do with bankruptcy law than, right. than anything. Okay. Well, see, what's crazy about that, though, is I know in other states, the ones where it's banned, if you go, they're trying to pass laws where if you go to another state and have it done, and then, okay, say, like, here in Kansas, it's illegal, but you live in it instead of Alabama, and you leave Alabama and come to Kansas and have it done, when you go back to Alabama, they can prosecute you for having the abortion. I don't think under the full faith and credit clause of the Constitution, yeah, they can do I that. I thought there was there was things that, where they were trying to write that in the law. Uh, people could turn you in for doing it. But they can try to write anything they want in the law, but that yeah. doesn't make it constitutional. Yeah. Well, I think that if they did do that, then they're going to have a big, big uproar. And, and really, what Roe versus Wade did when it was first decided is it, it made it so you didn't have this patchwork of laws and you didn't have to worry about it. What if you were breaking the law if you were in one state or another? Wow. Hmm. It's a it's a big legal mess. Mess. <laughs> That's a good word for it. Wow. Do gay rights and abortion rights come from a common legal principle? Yes, our right to privacy. Okay. But as I said before, that is not in the Constitution. That okay. is something that has been built up by the Supreme Court over the and. They can take it away just as easy. It really needs to be written into our constitution, into constitution so they can't touch it. Yeah. Do you think that day will ever come? When was the last time the constitution was? 
I don't think it's ever been. When, a, or, oh, there's been amendments. Amendments have looked right. For hundreds of I, years. I have no idea when the last amendment was written in. I think it was 1972. Was that civil rights? No. That was um, the, I don't know what the formal name of it was, but the, it was written that the Congress cannot raise their salary. Okay. The Congress cannot say, we're going to give ourselves a million dollars a year salary. Okay. They can only do that for the next Congress. Okay. The idea was to make it less less subject to corruption. Okay. So I, I don't think it actually accomplished that. No, because then you, you, I mean, right now, how many people are sitting in Congress for years and years and years and years and years that uh, never get voted out? And probably because they've built up a big network of con contributors and politicians. Good old boys club. That way. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, for instance, the Equal Rights Amendment was due to be the next update to the Constitution. And because so many people have such crazy ideas and they want to take it to such extremes, it's never passed. Oh, really? And even after, I think it has something like two-thirds or three-fourths of Congress has to approve it, and then it has to go to each state, and each state has to vote on it. Okay. And... It's just gotten so difficult to change the Constitution. To, I, I, if they can't pass equal rights, I, I don't think they can give us privacy. No, no. It's, it's discombobulated, yeah, the way it's set up. Would you, do you think that's good or bad? I think it's bad because, as I keep saying, the Supreme Court can give and they can take away it. But if it was in the Constitution, they would not be able to take that away from us. Oh, so once it's once it's in the Constitution, it can't be taken away? Right. Okay. Right. Hmm. Well, right now, with the way that the Supreme Court is, I'm afraid for everybody, if they were able to put things in the Constitution for, for how corrupt I believe the Supreme Court is right now, I wouldn't want them to amend the Constitution. I'm, I'm putting tongue-in-cheek. Hmm. Um... I, th I think right now, I don't think we have a honorable court. I, I, I don't think anybody thinks that. Yeah. Now, especially Justice Thomas. Yeah. Take 38 vacations by billionaires. Yeah. I think right now the, the court is not impartial. The, the sitting judges, I think, are, they're paid spokespeople right now for political parties. The... The idea that the Supreme Court, that members of the Supreme Court are have a lifetime office. Yeah. In other words, they either have to die or say, I don't want to do this I anymore. Resign. Yeah. The, the purpose of having it as a lifetime thing was to put them beyond political parties. Mm -hmm. In other words, I've got this job for the rest of my life. Uh, I don't have to worry about uh, doing what the president says or what the Republicans say or what the Democrats say. Mm -hmm. The idea is they were above the law. Above it, yeah. But putting them above the law, they're not as accountable either. So mm -hmm. it's coming. It's, it's, it's going against what ultimately it was supposed to be. The good of it was supposed to be for is, is no longer yeah. the good of the court. Yeah. I think maybe Trump contributed to that because before him, any president who had any kind of business, like like Jimmy Carter had a huge farm and peanut business, mm -hmm. 
he divested himself of that business so that when he was president, there wouldn't even be any hint of corruption. Uh, of yeah, trying to do things to improve his status. Yeah. Well, Trump did not do that. He did not give up any of Trump Enterprises. Oh, but he didn't collect a salary for four years. I'm being very sarcastic while I'm saying that. The Supreme Court justices are, are very similar mm. in some ways. It's a shame. Because I think, I think it bothers people who are trying to be aware of what's going on. I mean, the judicial branch holds a lot of power. And the power that they have lasts lifetimes. The decisions they make affect generations ahead of just now. That should mean that they're free to make decisions like Roe versus Wade. Yeah. But it seems pretty obvious they're beholden to their their party. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's it's kind of the the, 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 the benefits of, of, of what it was meant to be are actually turning around and biting us in the ass yeah. for lack of a better term. Yeah. So. Possibly the only way to fix that would be to dilute it by having more justices on the Supreme Court. Yeah. Well, Biden said that he didn't want to do that, right? Probably because um, you don't know. It could start a flood. It could, it, it, well, you just never know how long your party's going to be in power. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because right now it's it's obviously right-wing, but you've diluted. Next thing you know, the Republicans aren't getting what they want. You know, in case you say that Biden decides to dilute the court, he puts in five left, you know, left-wing, more liberal judges. And next thing you know, whoever wins again that's the next Republican goes, well, screw that, I'm going to put six in. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, we have 30... Supreme Court judges kind of maybe opens Pandora's box. Well, and Democrats are less likely to game the books like that because of a sense of fairness. And I don't think Republicans Republican, think that well, way. No, it's, you They'll look, do whatever they take, they can. Well, it's the last Supreme Court justice that went in. It's when Barack Obama tried to point, he was he was on the out. And they, they for two years. For they, two years, they snubbed them. Yeah. And then when it was coming down to Trump leaving, it was let's get this person in. And within three months, we had a new a new judge. And was, you know what I mean? It was. And they, their argument was basically everything they were arguing against when Obama was trying to appoint a judge. Mm-hmm. But so what's good for the goose isn't good for the gander, which pisses me off again about that effing party I have thought for quite a long time that there should be something in our laws that you can't have just two parties there have to be at least three parties Mm -hmm. because you could have one who's on the extreme left and one who's on the extreme right and Mm -hmm. then you could have another one in the middle yeah because I think most people are in the middle. I, I think so, too. I think, you know, the right thinks that everyone on the left is far, far left, and everyone who's on the left thinks everyone's on the far, far right. But I think the majority of Americans are in the middle. They're not to the extreme on both sides. I think most people are in the middle. And I agree with you. I think there does need to be a third party. And that might be of benefit to us as far as marriage goes. Because... If the Supreme Court messes with our marriage, you know, that they nullify our marriage, uh, something like 
70% of the people in the United States believe that gay marriage is good and should be kept. Which is drastically so, different than it was 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the Supreme Court would get a lot of fallback from that if they even tried to do it. Good, good. How would you feel if they actually took our right away? Would you be devastated? Uh, I would hope that those who are married could continue to be married. Um, gosh, that that's that's such a big thought. I I, I can't even. Sorry, yeah. I mean it just dropped that on you. That would just be terrible. It would. I mean, it wouldn't change my, the way I love you. Hmm. You know, I, I think our bond is strong enough. But it, I think a lot of people don't realize how much you lose. You know, it's just not a perk. There are close to 2,000 responsibilities and benefits of marriage that come automatic. Mm -hmm. Imagine if you had to go to a lawyer and have 2,000 documents made to tell the, the world what your wishes are. Mm -hmm. People couldn't do it. Yeah. No, well, you're always going to be my husband. <laughs> and you're going to be mine. Yeah. So you're not following the force? Following for divorce since no. football season starting? No. no. Okay. All right. Now that the right to abortion is gone, do you think the same thing will happen to gay rights? Well, we've been kind of... Yeah, we've kind of covered that already. ...towards that. It can't be an overnight thing. It just can't be. It, 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 there has to be due process. Mm. Um, perhaps... If we're going to go that way, maybe we wouldn't live long enough to see it. Yeah. Yeah. That That's terrible for future generations, but that's my only thought on it. Yeah, same here. How is the right of a woman to access a medical procedure related to transgendered people? It's exactly the same. Yeah. I don't think people think of it that way, though. A transgendered person wants to present a gender that's different from what they were born with mm -hmm. and there's all kinds of people who think that that's an abomination you know that they're they're evil for for trying to be themselves and they're basically saying you can't you, you can't how do i put that you, um, be your true self yeah you, you you can't have surgery to to look more like yourself I mean, that's the same as telling women they, they can't get an abortion. Mm. Comes back to body, body autonomy. Yes. Yeah. And and I, I really think there's a lot of people who would like to take away anybody's right to do anything, and everything has to be approved by the government. Yeah, and that's what kills me, too, is because the people on the right believe less government is better, but yet they're the ones that are pushing for the government to put their noses in the into things like that. She's yeah. exactly against their party policy. Exactly. Exactly. But we've already established that it's a party of hypocrites. So, do you think that gay rights and abortion rights are fundamental human rights that should be protected? I do. I do too. But we've but got to get more people than, than just us to, mm -hmm. to decide that. Well, when you're viewed as less than human... Mm-hmm. That's their argument. They don't view us as... And fundamental human rights are... Again, there's no legal precedent. 
There's no law anywhere that says this is a a human right. Mm. Um, Those things have to be decided by society. Yeah. Well, see, and I think a lot of people on the right will sit there and say, well, abortion, the baby, the quote-unquote baby, air quotes, has rights. But it's not an established as a baby. But that's going to be their argument. What what about the baby's rights? They could create one if they wanted. They, They could... They could do that. Mm-hmm. They could say, you know, an unborn fetus is a human. Yeah. It almost seems to me like they want to have religion, religious laws, be secular laws. Mm-hmm. And that's just exactly the opposite of what reason our country was established. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Well, see, well, do, you, do you remember at 911, there was a lot of. A lot of states, I think Kansas was one of them, that put in their laws that we would not allow Sharia law to take effect. Okay. In other words, they did not want Muslim law to be the law of the land. Okay. Well, that's very hypocritical because they want Christian law Mm -hmm. to to be the law of the land. Yeah. Why is that okay and and not Muslim law? Well, because it's a minority. Uh, there, there shouldn't be any religion in charge. No, there shouldn't be. I mean, like you said, that's the reason this country was established. And one of the reasons- people say we have freedom of religion. We we weren't established on freedom of religion. We were established on freedom from religion. Freedom, exactly. But right now, the country is trying to go into a religious. That's not a new thing. No, you remember been- the moral majority back in the seventies. Yeah. There was a movement to get religion into politics and never quit. Yeah. Yeah. Just never quit. Now, like, going back to the abortion thing, do you believe there should be limits, term limits on it? Like, uh, so many weeks into the pregnancy? When Roe versus Wade was first discussed, they were um, wanting to put in the law that Abortion was not allowed when the fetus was viable outside the womb. In other words, if the fetus could breathe could, and live on be, its own. Yeah. And I think that was the determination that they made. Mm. But the problem with that is medical technology advances to the point where immediately after conception, theoretically, the, the, the fetus could be viable. Mm. So that's, uh, I, I know that they're our limits mm-hmm. to any technology, but if that's going to be the, the deciding factor, it's going to get more and more narrow. Yeah. yeah. Now, some of these abortion laws uh, are when the fetus is 12 weeks. A, a lot of women don't even know they're pregnant mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. Even shorter than that, they don't even... That was just something I wanted to get your ideas on. Should people who have a religious opposition to homosexuality be forced to interact with us? In some ways, yes. In some ways, no. In, in, a, in general society, if they don't want to be around gay people, they can go live in a cave somewhere. Yeah, and, and you'll kick rocks, in my opinion. But legally, people are required to interact with us. Mm-hmm. If you have a business that is like a retail business where you're interacting with the public, they're going to have to interact with gay people. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a fact of life. 
Yeah. And they should not be allowed to base their interaction on their religious proclivities. In other words, you should not be able to say, well, that person is gay. I'm not going to talk to them. Mm. I'm not going to do any business with them. Um, those are called a publish a public accommodation laws. Okay. And a lot of states have them. Really? Yeah. I, I don't think ours is one. But there are a lot of states where you cannot say, I won't do business with you because you're gay. And you, okay. They can't say, I won't rent to you because you're gay. They can or can't? They can't. They okay. can't. How can't? Okay. In states where they have public accommodation laws. Okay, well, then there's, there's ways around that, I imagine. I imagine, well, no, I'm not going to rent to you because I just don't want to rent to you. Yeah, it, kind of like firing somebody if they really want to find some reason they can't. They're going to find some reason. The, I, I think we talked last week about businesses who, like the uh, woman who said she wouldn't do a gay website. website. I, I think I would like to know that she doesn't want to do that because I wouldn't want to give her my business. Exactly. That's that's my thoughts. You know, why why would I want to give my hard-earned money to you if you're not going to appreciate you're not going to appreciate my business? You know, I'm I'm, I'm feeding you. I'm putting a, hoping you keep mm -hmm. a roof over your head. But yeah, no, I mean, and I think that just comes down to due diligence of the, of the consumer then too. Of, I suppose, um, uh, if she was forced to make a website for them, it would probably not be very good. It no. would be just the bare minimum. Exactly. Uh, and I'd rather give my money to someone that wants to help me, that, that wants to put the effort forth. And, and we can't use that as a justification just because it would be convenient for us. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a really big legal gray area. Mm -hmm. Well, the UN found your primary care doctor Primarily, well, you wanted a gay doctor, didn't you? Mm -hmm. so. And, uh, well, at that time, I believe I was still running the gay information line in town, so I had a list of gay doctors. Okay. In fact, I remember at the time, I called them up and said, I'd, I'd like to be a, a new patient. And uh, they called me back a day later saying, we're not taking any new patients. Mm -hmm. And I said, could he please give me a referral to another, gay, another doctor. gay doctor? And they called back the next day and said, we've decided to take you as a patient. Well, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Well, I remember when, uh, about, what, about a year and a half ago, when we got the insurance, I went online and was looking for gay doctors, and I needed to get in relatively soon. And the options that I had, there was, like, two known gay doctors in town. Like, but the other ones had, like, a six-month waiting period to get in to see them. So I just went with the... And so far, I've been pretty happy with mine. Yeah, I think the one they did get you was a religiously-based organization. Yeah, but he doesn't seem to... No. ...follow that. He seems pretty cool. Yeah, he seems really cool. He, for some reason, he's too old, to, too young to be a hippie, but... <laughs> you know what I mean? Hmm. But, you know, he's got that tattoo on the back of his neck and stuff like that, but he's... He's pretty laid back, pretty straightforward, and anytime I call him for a referral, he just does it. So, I mean, we haven't had any problems whatsoever, so I'm pretty well, happy. And I think they're more of a charity medical thing, mm -hmm. so anybody who has insurance, I'm sure they just love. Oh, I'm gold. I'm, I'm considered yeah. gold to him, so, yeah. yeah. 
There's no sliding scale on payment and all that stuff. Hmm. So, Okay, did you know that the United Nations Universal Declaration of Human Rights does not mention abortion or gay rights? Yes, I knew that. I did. But that thing was written first. It first came out in 1942. I was going to say it had to be pretty old. The concepts of gay rights or abortion were unthinkable at that time. Okay. I know they've they've added things, and I know that they have tried to put abortion as one of the human rights that, that are a, a fundamental human right. Fundamental. Okay. And the United States was actually the country that objected to that. Really. And the United Nations has five countries that can veto anything for, for no reason. Really? And the United States is one of them. Yeah, I figured. Hmm. So, so there is no authority on what is a human right. It's, it's just whatever society thinks. Okay. Whatever the majority rules. I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, it's the end of this episode for this week. So, I, you know, on a lighter note, what is your favorite joke right now? A programmer's wife has a baby. The doctor immediately hands the newborn to the programmer. The wife says, is it a boy or a girl? The programmer says, yes. Okay. (laughs) Took me a second. All right. (laughs) So, okay, my jokes haven't been so good lately. That's all right. You can't hit home runs all the time. I tried to make it related to the topic, sort of. Yeah. All right. We hope you've enjoyed episode 71 of the Bear and Kura podcast. This is Bear. And the Kura. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Bear and Kura podcast, a production of the Land of Oz Information Services. We can be contacted via email using the address podcast at oz.com. And Oz is spelled A-W-E-S. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at Pride48.com.